0: up with everybody
1: uh you know not a whole lot I'm, uh, I'm a good movie so i have nothing to report on on this front
0: uh i guess we should introduce ourselves that was alex <laughs> james <laughs> is in kentucky right now say hi james hey and then i am Cece. your
1: hostess with the most yeah the
0: hostess with the most <laughs> uh welcome to the 13th floor alex Welcome. what is the 13th floor again
1: it's a, it's, I was going to say a spooky podcast. This episode might be a little spooky, actually, but it's a spooky, kind of funny podcast where we interact with our viewers. Uh, if you all could send some more stuff our way, we are running low on topics. What?
0: Yeah, we are.
1: But we talk we got- about ghosts. Actually, you know what? We haven't done ghosts, which is We've kind of baffling. We've kind of
0: done ghosts well, a little bit. A
1: little bit. But we, well, you know, there's ghosts.
0: We'll go. Well, you know people, what?
1: People, aliens. People seem to like aliens.
0: People do seem oh, to yeah. like aliens.
1: Yeah, and then we go into this more scientific types. Well, stuff
0: I'm going to kind of mention briefly on aliens today. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: You think mm-hmm. it's your alien.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys. So yeah, that's the 13th floor. If you're listening, if this is your first episode that you're ever listening to, welcome. We're happy to have you. We uh, we've got a lot of other really great episodes for you to listen to. It's just three friends talking about weird things. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. fun. And
1: I, I learned something new today. I never heard of
0: well, my topic. Yeah, we'll get into that in a minute.
2: Uh-huh.
0: But do you guys, James, Alex, do you guys have any interesting life updates <laughs> since we recorded two days ago?
2: <laughs> uh, I, I kind of got a fun one. Um,
0: <laughs> Let's well, hear it. I
2: am, I am officially, you mentioned I'm from Kentucky. Uh, I am officially a member now of the... Uh, kentucky black bourbon guild and uh, i know you guys have known me a long time and full disclosure you may not have noticed this about me but uh i am white (laughs) 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 so yeah (laughs) it's a little surreal how did that happen uh you know just hanging out and meshing with people networking did
0: you just did you just get a, a like a postcard in the mail that said welcome to the club
2: no, I was uh, I was going to some events, and you know, you know how it is. You Hang out with people, and you get along, and next thing you know, you're you're in the Kentucky Black Bourbon Guild. No, we're when you first the, said Black learning. Bourbon,
1: I was like, oh, he's really into dark bourbon. Yeah. No. <laughs> no,
2: no. This uh, this Saturday, we're learning how to make uh, Manhattans.
1: Well, well <laughs> dang, Chance, that's uh, that's bizarre, and pretty cool yeah Yeah.
0: congratulations james (laughs) i'm happy that you've you've made it into the club yeah um does that mean you're gonna i mean i don't drink alex Uh, will drink sometimes maybe you'll you can make him a manhattan next time we're in town there we go uh (laughs) alex i guess you don't have anything new
1: no i'm trying right now what i'm debating is if it's too late it is too late if it's too late to go see crawl or stuber tonight
0: what what are those movies Listen, you're not going anywhere. We're going to watch Big Brother. So <laughs> oh, yeah. That's after we record this episode, we are going to hop into the DVR and see who got voted out on tonight's episode. It's
1: clear that we're getting older because me and Cece are starting to watch more reality shows on CBS. <laughs> now we have, not, we have not stooped low enough to watch a Love Island when not she yet. started.
0: But you know what?
1: No, we're not going to. The this is not we a threshold. I
0: was pretty funny.
1: Okay, we watched we watched like literally one minute of <laughs> Love, <laughs> Love Island. Island. That's how it <laughs> <Yes>, starts. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. And the
1: uh what is it? The narrator. The, the narrator was so funny that I'm like, you know, maybe if he if he narrates like this the whole time, I could watch the show because he's pretty he's pretty on point.
0: Yeah, he was pretty great. Okay, enough about TV. Alex, do you have an icebreaker for us? Yes. Okay, what is that?
1: It's a quick one. It'll get it'll get underneath your skin.
0: Oh no. That sounds, I don't know if I want to answer this.
1: What's your biggest pet peeve? I'll go first, let you all think. um All right. Y'all ever been in a nice, dark theater and someone starts talking right next to you or behind you? Actually, behind you is worse because you have to do the full rotation back behind you to give them the stink eye.
0: Yeah. Tell them, shh.
1: Oh, That's a big pet peeve. Uh, but the of worst mine. one is when someone hasn't clearly hasn't seen like the rest of the movies or something or they're just not keeping up and they're having to talk to their spouse oh, or their best man. friend now why did that happen what's going oh, on what's going see, on see,
2: or they go to the bathroom break and then they need the update. see i'm from laurel county like i remember distinctly people would people would just talk on their phones in the middle of a movie i'm not even kidding women no, just they just pull their phone you. out and be like what are you doing it's like, I mean, they didn't care. Like, people would tell them to hush and be like, you hush. And they just keep going.
1: It's a crime against humanity. And it's like, it is, it's, it's one of the few things that I think is like yeah. a clear it's example of why we have capital
2: yeah, punishment. I was about to say, if, <laughs> if Vlad was still in charge, we wouldn't have to worry about this. <laughs>
0: Oh, well, it's tough going to movies with Alex because literally if anybody if somebody like makes just the tiniest noise next to us, he's like he starts turning around like in his chair, like <laughs> puffing up his feathers, like he's about to and I'm just like, Oh my gosh, I have to hide my face.
1: Yeah, I totally do.
0: Um, okay, that's a good that's a I mean, that's a really good pet peeve. Mine mine would probably have to be people who can't drive.
2: Mm.
0: I cannot stand it when I'm on the road with somebody and they're just like, you know. Acting a fool in front of me, especially if they're driving like 20 miles below mm. the speed limit, which Oof. happens a lot, wow. or if they don't use their turn signal. I have really bad road rage, and sometimes I have to try and keep my
1: you language. Know, I, I'm, I, I'm trying to remember where I heard this. Uh, they've been actually on Joe Rogan's <laughs> podcast, but why people get road rage
0: because people this, are James? stupid. Is
2: it because they, I haven't heard this, but is it because they think the car is kind of an extension of themselves?
1: Well, you know, kind of. But essentially when you're driving a car, you kind of go into a fight or flight mode. Ah. Because your your brain ah. automatically kicks in like I'm in constant danger. Mm. Your brain's constantly like in that. So whenever something happens, you immediately go from zero to a hundred. Because that you're in fight
2: or flight for me. mode. You know, it's funny. I don't get road rage at all. At all. Like you have to basically almost kill me to make me mad on the road.
0: Well, I think that when it comes to driving on the road, James, you kind of shrink back in the seat and because you're a nervous driver. I am. I've very noticed true. you're a nervous driver, so you don't get angry because you're like, oh. I get angry because I'm like, you're not driving right. <laughs> well, get the good heck thing out of my way.
1: The good thing about James, even though he's a nervous driver, he has a time traveling car, so yeah, he has so it doesn't really of the matter.
0: All right, James, what's your pet peeve? Mm.
2: You know, I'm not a big fan of handshakes anyway. I wish people bowed instead because, uh, you know, just kind of a clean freak. So uh, one thing that yes, it you are. bothers- Yeah, but how are people well, here? here? Here's what gets me. Like, I can tolerate handshakes. But now if I shake somebody's hand and then I look down after shaking their hand and they got, like, dirty nails, I want to cut my hand <laughs> off. That <laughs> bothers me so much. I'm like, oh, well, excuse me, I got to go- Boil my hand in alcohol. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I could see that. I remember James. Honestly, like, if I get a hug from you, I feel like I'm really honored because I know that you don't like Very touching true. people. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. It's really tough for you to to give give me and Alex hugs, but I remember you uh, caught the garter at our wedding, and Alex picked you up, and we have a photo of you looking the most like you are the most uncomfortable <laughs> person in the world. It's great. Oh man, great.
2: I, I need to see that. It's I haven't great. seen that. That's great.
0: Yeah, I'll have to find it find it for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's
2: a good one.
0: Uh... Yeah, you look like you're like trying to shrink back and get away from him. It's great.
1: Oh man, yeah. <laughs> James, I'm surprised you're not fond of handshakes because how else are you not going to know that the other person
2: has weapons? Ooh, very good, you know that's the origin of the handshake. Yeah, yes, it is. You don't because showing you don't have a weapon. Ooh,
1: hmm. okay. I feel like I knew a lot of things during this. You, uh, Let's just yeah. end it because I sound uh. intelligent before <laughs> I get it.
0: <laughs> um. Okay. So, you guys. Today, we are. this is a cryptid episode. We're going to be talking about some strange, creepy characters.
1: Oh, yeah. And mine's interesting. How mine's, about yours? Mine's, mine's certainly creepy. I think, I think people have heard of, people have certainly heard of two of the three. I don't know how well mine, how well known mine is.
0: Well, you guys, listeners, today I'm going to be talking about Chupacabra. James, what are you talking about?
2: The Jersey Devil. And Alex. The Black Shuck.
0: The Black Shuck, which I had never heard of. James is just like, hey, one of us needs to talk about the Black (laughs) Shuck. And here we are. So uh, do you guys want to hop on in and start talking?
2: Yeah, let's let's
1: start talking. Let's start
0: talking (laughs) cryptid. Okay, Uh, I guess I'm going to start us off because I am doing the character that most people have heard of, the Chupacabra. Or choopy or choop monster. I have a lot of nicknames <laughs> for the chupacabra.
1: Oh, I thought these were like well-known nicknames. No, yeah, <laughs> no. they're ones you created.
0: El chupacabra. Choopy
2: sounds adorable. I know,
0: right? It's, it's so cute. Alex was just. I about just to avoided sneeze.
2: the sneezy all.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so my sources. I honestly, I got almost everything from two websites. AllThat'sInteresting.com. I go there a lot, and then Live Science. And I got uh, – the, the specific article that I read was written by a guy named Benjamin Radford, and he spent a lot of time investigating Chupy. So, I feel like he's a pretty legitimate authority on the subject. Oh, it's thundering outside. Oh, it makes
1: it even more spooky.
0: Yes, spooky. that's some atmosphere. <laughs> okay, so when I started looking into the Chupacabra, like, I feel like I had a general idea of what he was just because he's he's one of the more famous cryptids. But I kind of approached it from a um kind of like a new my news background kicked in. I'm like, who is the chupacabra? When was the chupacabra? Why
1: was the chupacabra?
0: Why? What? <laughs> how was the chupacabra? So that's kind of how I've structured my notes. So here we go. Um first, who? Who is the chupacabra? Chupacabra, you guys, literally means goat sucker. Yeah. yeah. Goat sucker. Ugh.
1: I like goat cheese. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well that's that's I mean goat cheese is really delicious. There's a there's a restaurant in downtown Atlanta with really Ooh. yummy goat cheese balls. Where? I went I went for Catherine's birthday. I can't remember the name. I'll look it up. And we'll post it on our Twitter for all you lovely <laughs> listeners that want to know where can you find the best fried goat cheese balls? You food you foodies. <laughs> yeah, you foodies out there. Okay, so what is a Chupacabra? Chupi. Is a scary creature. (laughs) Uh, Said to be vampire-like in nature because he... He's just his M.O., you guys. He sucks the blood out of his victims. Particularly livestock, like goats, a.k.a. goat sucker. Makes sense. Yeah. Where is the Chupacabra from? Do you guys know?
1: I always thought he was uh, in Mexico.
0: Close. He... Uh. Yeah, stories of Chupacabra uh, can be traced back to Latin America, specifically Puerto Rico. Oh. Yeah. Really? And uh, he has yeah. been reported in other areas of the world. So there have been sightings in Mexico. and uh, But the very first one, the one that I'm going to talk about here in one second, he was spotted by a woman in Puerto Rico. Huh. Yeah. What does he look like, you guys? Eyewitness reports actually vary from person to person. Did you guys know this?
1: No, I always thought he was like this like hairless thing. Like, four-legged animal.
2: It's, it's common. I've heard a few, though. I've heard of, like, one in particular looks almost like the flipping uh, creature from the Black Lagoon, sort of.
0: Yeah, the hairless version is a little later rendition oh. of the Chupacabra. Uh. Um, but his his looks have kind of evolved over the years. But the very first person to reportedly see Chupi was a woman <sighs> named Madeline Tolentino, which I love that last name. Tolentino. Uh, she saw Choop Monster on a farm in Puerto Rico, and she described him as walking on two legs. He had big black eyes, scaly skin, and spines from top of his head all the way down his back.
2: Yeah, that's what I always think of, is the spines.
0: Yeah, well, he kind of like, in the pictures that I saw, it kind of reminded me of either an alien or kind of like a fish creature, kind of like Creature in the Black Black Lagoon. But he hasn't always looked like that. So over time, people who claim to have seen Choopy said he walked on four legs. Um, Some say he had a tail. I saw one article that said he he had a, quote, darting tongue. I'm just like, <laughs> 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 uh, and then fangs, obviously. Makes
2: sense if he's a sanguivore, yeah. Like,
0: what, James?
2: I said that it makes sense if he drinks blood.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, you used a term that I'd never heard before. So. <laughs> yeah, I
2: caught myself. I caught myself when you asked. I was like, oh.
0: You were being too smart. I'm sorry. So, anyways, you, don't ha- you never apologize for being smart, James. Um, but eventually, people started saying he was smooth and hairless with a definite tail. Kind of like a dog. So that's more of what the long lines of what you just said, yeah. Alex. But that was that was like a later rendition of what he looked like. So as I said earlier, he sucks the blood of goats. That's his why. That's his purpose. He's he's just here to kill livestock. Let's throw away that piece of paper because it's not needed anymore. So the legend of Chupacabra grew pretty quickly after Tolentino's first reported sighting. And this this caught me off guard. I had no idea about this, but... Do you guys know when Chupacabra first came onto the scene?
1: Hmm.
0: Uh, got to hide my notes from Alex because he likes to ruin these things. I do.
1: I like to learn things <laughs> before you tell me. Um, uh, <laughs> Chupacabra, I think that's uh, maybe late 1800s.
0: Late 1800s? James, do you have a guess?
2: I was thinking not too, too long ago, like maybe the 70s?
0: You guys, Tolentino's sighting happened. In 1995. What? Oh, wow. 1995. So Tarantino
2: came after Tarantino. Oh, he <laughs> <notes> me. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, Chupacabra by, if you just stop and think, that's 24 years ago. Chupacabra is younger than all three of us. Oh That's weird. Yeah, it's weird to think about. That being said- I'm just a little feller. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just a little feller. I'm just here to check out your goats. <laughs> but Chupi, there are some stories- of these animals being sucked of all of their blood mm-hmm. in the 1970s, so uh, around 1975. So when I stopped to think about it, I'm like, what if Chupacabra is just basically like Pennywise the Clown and ooh. he just comes out every... Oh, man. Ooh. Yeah, he comes out every 20 years or so.
1: He's got these little tiny lizard balloons. Yeah, lizard
0: balloons. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's my... That's just my own personal thought. I didn't see that anywhere. I'm sure somebody else has thought it. But but yeah, he he basically – the MO in the 70s and then also 90s and then so on and so forth. People started having their livestock. Farmers started having their livestock and their animals and their pets just go – some of them went missing completely. Some of them were found just drained of their blood with little puncture marks somewhere on their body like something had just bitten them and then just sucked them dry.
1: Vampire bat.
0: Spoiler alert. That is just a myth. Most of these animals apparently were not completely drained of their Uh, blood. Oh. Yeah. But, you know, one person says something. It's, I mean, it's fantastical. Like somebody says, Tontino says, my goat. My goat's blood is all gone. And then everybody starts to say.
2: (laughs) Why does she sound like she's from Mississippi?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Where
1: literally no chupacabra sighting has been. You don't know that.
0: (laughs) Chupacabra has actually been sighted all over the world. There are cases of chupacabra being seen in Russia. And there are some in, like, I think the farthest north was, like, Maine. So, you (laughs) know, hold your horses on that. Yeah. Oh, he, Alex is pulling out his phone to fact check. he likes
1: to fact check me, so I want to do <laughs> Chupacabra, <laughs> oh,
2: Mississippi. <my> God. <laughs> yeah,
0: Mississippi. We'll look it up. So I
2: wouldn't be surprised if there was a town in Mississippi called Chupacabra because
0: they have the weirdest town names. Well, I feel like I saw something about maybe it was Louisiana.
1: Oh, uh. well, Chupacabra in Mississippi town reportedly a coyote with mange. <laughs> yeah. Hey. 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 <laughs>
0: You cut it out. Don't don't step on my, what was
1: <laughs>
0: Loud. Okay. Uh,
1: there's some other signings out there too. So, you know what? Your accent was correct. Yeah, my <laughs> accent was
0: correct. Thank you. Not for, I mean, not for Tolentino. She's from Puerto Rico, but. Uh, okay. Uh, you guys, a website called, it started out, it was www.princeton.edu and then it had a backslash and a whole bunch of stuff after it. So, I'm just going to go ahead and say I do not think <laughs> that this website is associated with the school. The, uh, I was really ID hoping League. you would
1: read the entire link <laughs> slash EXR. It was, yeah, it was
0: long. So I didn't write it all out, but whatever. <laughs> uh, they, they list out on a whole bunch of choopy reportings, like sightings. So I have a few firsthand accounts here, according to the website. The Espinoza family uh, in Mexico, I think it was in Mexico, but they came home one day, and I think it's 1995 or sometime around there. It might have been 96, but they came home at 2 a.m. And they found their door open and a chupacabra inside their house. Ooh. Yeah. And they said it was three to four feet tall with scaly skin and clawed hands. And uh, one of the kids, oh, red eyes too. And then the spines all the way down, down the back. Um, and they said it, quote, mumbled and gestured. Je- oh. Mumbled and That's gestured. That's a flippant
2: bath salt person.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, no. Uh, like, what did it gesture? Come in. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but the kids in the family, they said it smelled like a wet dog. And one of them said that they woke up and the chupacabra was, like, standing on their chest. So,
1: and just, It turns know. out it was their old cat, Mr. Pickles. <laughs> yeah, Would Mr. Pickles. a lot of Well, a
0: lot of the... A lot of the Chupi sightings on this website mentioned Siamese cats getting killed, what? so maybe maybe chupacabra has a taste for Siamese cats too, oh, that's a, that's or maybe a new this is just somebody war. making up information. And <laughs> uh, well, here is another first-hand account. Back in nineteen ninety-five, I guess it's a second-hand account,
1: wouldn't it be? That's what everyone. I didn't hear think. it from
0: this person's mouth, so it's on the website. Uh, a man actually claimed to have been attacked by chupacabra. His name was Ooh. Osvaldo claudio rosada he was just minding his own business you guys washing his car when all of a sudden something came from behind him and just grabbed him which sounds terrible james you would hate it (laughs) you would hate it because i bet you you would see that that uh because he said that it had black fur like a gorilla so i just picture like a bear hugging this man and then just attacking him and the man's like you know going crazy trying to get this chupacabra off him and poor osvaldo he uh He got some cuts on his belly, but praise God, he fought off that chupacabra, ran away, and he was okay.
1: Did he see it at all besides its arms?
0: He said that it had black hair like a gorilla. That's all that it says on the website. So, interesting. Take with it what you will, Osvaldo. So, now I'm on to the how section of my research. How is the chupacabra a thing, you guys? Possible explanations. What, what? I am wait,
1: waiting for the possible explanation.
0: Okay, pa- well, you look like you were about to give me. You made a it sound like it was a bulletin, <laughs> and I was waiting. This just in: Chupacabra is several Chupacabra corpses have been found, you guys, which is crazy because when you think of like when you think back to our Yeti and our Bigfoot or you know Wendigo episode, there are no bodies of these supposed creatures, but in Chupacabra's case, there are a lot of bodies.
1: I've seen a few of yeah. them. Yeah, just in news reports from like probably ten years ago or so.
0: Yeah. Well, you guys, they've all been determined to be coyotes, dogs, raccoons, and in one case, I read that one was a fish. What? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get I too think, into that case, but
1: I wonder if that's the one that. It, it might there's be. one really like bizarre one, and it may have been the fish.
0: Well, oh. when I saw when I looked up all these pictures of these uh, these creatures, they all to me looked like dogs with. As you mentioned a minute ago, when you were talking about Mississippi and you stepped on my cloud, mm. is a dog with mange. So, because dogs, they'll get it's called sar sar. Here, how do you say, it, James? Sarcoptic. Sarcoptic. Sarcoptic mange. Okay. Yeah, which is a parasitic infection that can cause its host to basically lose their fur. Uh, their skin will get thick and kind of bumpy. Hence the I guess. Sarcoptic, yeah. And uh, yeah, the sarcoptic. Uh, they'll look kind of monstersque, which is why so many people probably claim to have seen a chupacabra, but in reality, it's probably just a coyote or a dog. And some theorize that uh, maybe these animals attack goats and other domesticated livestock because livestock is typically pretty docile. It's not going to, you know, put up a massive fight. If there's a sick animal that's trying to get something to eat, mm. um, so that's what yeah. that's what they. I, think.
2: My dog actually, he had uh, demodectic mange, and yeah, I mean, there was some periods where you know we should put his photos up on uh, Instagram. He uh, he was a he looked like a chupacabra.
0: He so you your dog looked like a chupacabra. Yeah, yeah. People could have mistaken him for a chupacabra. Oh, hands
2: down! Like if he was running around Puerto Rico, they probably would have accused him of being one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bless his little heart. Okay, so that's one explanation. And that's probably the most realistic explanation <laughs> out of all these, but these uh, these other ones are fun. So some people think that Chupacabra might be an alien, mm. especially because, you know, the first sighting of him, he kind of looked like an alien. Right. Uh, that Tolentino reported. And apparently lots of UFOs are, are spotted over Puerto Rico and around that area. So, oh, it just started raining, mm-hmm. you guys. It's getting creepier.
2: I can hear it.
1: Wow. They oh. really start Ooh, it's getting spooky.
0: So and so I guess it's gonna be a yeah, a loud episode. But a lot of UFOs spotted around places where people have reportedly seen chupacabras. So he could be an alien. Just here to do some research. Suck some goat blood. <laughs> what
1: well, if he's not sucking blood, but he's taking samples?
2: Ooh. It's, possibility.
0: A it's a possibility, but that's a lot a lot of goats, man. I, I read something that said like in nineteen ninety five one thousand Livestock animals were reported as having been sucked dry mm. of their blood. Five
1: hundred control subjects and five hundred tests. Oh, okay.
0: What
2: if what if goats are important <laughs> to uh, like the, the they, they need to be preserved? And he's really just collecting samples because they need to save the goats. Uh, when when all this goes down, man, gotta gotta repopulate Ooh. some other world, new earth with goats.
0: Gotta have those goats.
2: Yeah, the most important species. They the
0: really planet. just want those <laughs> fried goat cheese balls. <laughs> All right, this one I didn't see this this one theory anywhere. I guess I just kind of came up with this on my own. Ooh. But what if he's a tulpa? Could be. What if he's a tulpa? He he could be.
2: Well,
1: no, right? Because well, <laughs> well no. I say that because. Tulpas don't interact in the physical world, correct? Except for uh, uh, wrong. That's, yeah. Do you, they, they can. Do you
0: remember our episode about tulpas? Yeah.
1: I mean, they did some stuff, right? Like my guy, my yeah. story. Well, you. Yeah, guy, yeah, you had the one where right. he literally.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she got creaked on a little
2: bit, but it didn't. Uh, it didn't suck anything's blood.
0: Well, maybe this. Really yeah, creepy. but it
2: did scare a, another person, though. Remember, Alex? Oh, like, Another yeah. dude saw that. Oh yeah, he appeared yeah. at the temple. Yeah, oh. yeah. So. Yeah. But, okay.
0: It could be a tulpa. It could be, it could be a tulpa. <laughs> I'll and a give lo- it to you. A lot of uh, local residents, apparently, because scientists are like, "Oh, these things, you know, they're probably just coyotes or dogs with sarcoptic mange." And there are a lot of people there who are like, "I've seen it. I know it's real." And they kind of just suggest that it's a legend come to life.
1: Interesting. Oh, so like they all willed it into existence? Yeah,
0: they all willed it into existence by thinking about it. They created it.
2: Mm-hmm. Hashtag mm-hmm.
0: Magic. tulpa. Let me throw that page, page on the ground. So I'm done with that one too uh, Okay, bats
1: Yeah, that, Vampire
0: that does, bats
1: Except for that, really Wait, is this yours or a possibility? This is a
0: possibility Really? Yeah, possibility oh, sure. I think I think that, I, I mean, I don't know well, I don't know I mean, vampire bats are native
2: I know a lot about vampire bats
0: James, will you please share a little Because this is one area that's like I just started looking at bats And I just got kind of Distracted by how cute they were because I they think the bats cute, are really right? adorable. Me too. Yeah, they're so cute.
2: I like flying little dogs.
0: Yeah. So James, <laughs>
2: uh, well,
0: do you want to expand upon the vampire bat idea? Sure,
2: uh, de rotundus It's found in uh, from Central America, well, really Southern Mexico, all the way down to like almost Argentina and Chile. So it's got a pretty big range. And uh, yeah, uh, generally speaking, they only prey on mammals and. Most of the time, they only take a little bit. Well, they take a few teaspoons, uh, so much that they actually have to pee a lot just so they can fly off again, get rid of all that excess weight. Um, <laughs> but what's interesting is very rarely do they take more than they need. And, but w- sometimes they will all target a single animal for whatever reason. Perhaps the animal's weak. Perhaps uh, maybe it's just particularly delicious. I don't know. And sometimes they will bleed livestock out doing that because they have anticoagulant saliva so it thins the blood and they're not beneath preying on humans it's just much less common uh, they're also capable of altruism um which is interesting uh, i'm not trying to go off on a tangent or anything but i think it's neat that
0: now this is interesting yeah,
2: altruism is the characteristic of an animal that actively does something that hurts them to benefit another so like what we would call yes. selflessness So vampire bats, if one of them is starving, they haven't had a meal that day. They have a really fast metabolism. So they got to eat just, I think, 48 to 72 hours, they will starve. So what happens if one doesn't get anything to eat is another one will uh, regurgitate some blood, cut their calories in half to save their uh, friend.
0: Oh, that's adorable. So they've got little bat friends.
2: Yeah, they even communally raise young. So yeah, a lot of times, uh, like a vampire bat that's nursing babies, it's not necessarily just her babies.
0: So, James is now our resident bat expert. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, where were you during the Dracula episode? Uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess we didn't even talk about bats hardly yeah. at all. No,
0: we didn't. Okay, so thank you for sharing that, James. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Alex,
1: so, There's the book report.
0: <laughs> Alex, Alex gets so mad at me because I thank you guys. Do
1: Thank you, James, for your presentation. Go sit down, Jimmy. You're
0: next. <laughs> oh goodness, <laughs> I would have been a great teacher. Yeah. A great teacher. Okay, the next explanation, and this is—I think this one's really interesting. This is the one I kind of went off on a tangent with, but Puerto Rico has a U.S. military uh, laboratory or base, rather, on Puerto Rico. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can't remember. It's a U.S. naval base. <laughs> so, the U.S.
1: has a base on Puerto
0: Rico. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Uh, so, some people theorize that Chupi is an experiment gone wrong.
1: Ah, he could be a uh, chimera. Ooh. Chimera.
0: But yeah, it's on the island of I don't know how to pronounce it. Viquez? Viquez? V I E Q U E S. Viquez? But right, wh- whatever it is, the uh, the military made an absolute mess of the area they the base. There operated for about sixty years between nineteen forty one to two thousand three. I think they're still they still have a presence there, but I don't think they were like that active. But they apparently did a lot of bombing exercises and trainings. They were kind of like uh, secretive about what they were doing, and eventually they admitted to testing depleted uranium and Agent Orange on the oh, island. Wow. After Ooh. a lot of people started coming forward with illness. Yeah. And a lot of people apparently on this Island, unfortunately are getting cancer. And I read a really, it was a really good article by the Atlantic about this, but initially I think that the U S government investigated the U S government and found the U S (laughs) government not guilty of any wrongdoing.
1: Oh, that was nice of them.
0: Yeah. But there's more to the story than that. I can't, I I can't remember specifically off the top of my head where it led, but read that article. It's really interesting. Um, so yeah, that's that's basically the the chupacabra. And one last note, uh, Madeline Tolentino, uh, the first reported sighting of Chupi. Apparently, a movie came out the same year, nineteen ninety five, called Species.
1: Oh, Have you guys seen it? Yes,
0: yes. In that movie, there's a creature named Sil that actually looks very similar to Tolentino's description and. She did admit to seeing the movie before she saw Chibi. <laughs> oh, so
1: interesting. Um, so
0: yeah, there's there's a good possibility that her <laughs> sighting may have been heavily influenced hey, by the cinematic I, character that is Syl. Oh
1: man, that adds to your theory about it being a yeah. tulpa.
0: Yeah, could be. Yeah, maybe she's like she
1: just made one really fast.
0: <laughs> I feel like I feel like these people, some of these people, legitimately think that they are seeing a chupacabra, but. At the end of the day, I think that it's mostly people seeing dogs with mange or coyotes with mange, especially since he kind of went from being a bipedal creature to walking on all mm. fours. So that is the Chupacabra, aka so, Chupi, aka Chup Monster.
1: So he started out bipedal?
0: Yeah, he started out. Tolentino says he walked on two legs.
2: Oh. Interesting.
0: And then eventually he started crawling.
2: Yep, just like my dog.
0: Yeah, just like your dog. <laughs> so your dog started out bipedal, James. and
2: uh, sort of. When his mange would get bad on his uh, front legs, he would uh, sort of hobble a little bit with two legs.
0: Oh, bless his little heart. Yeah. What was this? What was this dog's name? Buddy. Bud. All right. Well, you need to you need to send us pictures so that we can put him on the. Uh, mm. Well, I don't know if I want to post pictures of a dog with mange
2: on the Instagram. <laughs> hey, they page. are quite sad. They look like they should have that uh, Sarah McLachlan music behind it.
0: Yeah, they are really sad. Well, I was looking at pictures when I was when I was looking up sarcoptic mange. It just made me really yeah. sad.
2: To be to be fair though, I, I I cured him and he was very beautiful afterwards.
0: <laughs> he was blonde, right?
2: Uh, no, he had uh, he was black and white and uh, tan, tricolored. You, you have so many have dogs. yeah. yeah, yeah you're <laughs> thinking of Bruno. Bruno's still alive.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking of Bruno. All right. Well, I'm happy that you, yeah. you cured him. James is an animal. I f- I'm sure that all of the listeners have gathered, but James is an animal aficionado yeah. and caregiver. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that is that is the Chupacabra. James, you're next. You're going to be talking about the Jersey Devil, yeah, right? Yeah, Jersey
2: Devil. Pretty well known. Ooh, as
0: we have thunder in the background. Ooh.
2: Yeah, well, you know, thunder is very appropriate because uh, here's the story. Um, there are several incarnations of it, but let's just go with the most mainstream. All right. So 1735, a woman known as Mother Leeds. Why? Why is she called Mother Leeds? Because she got 12 kids already. And even in 1735, New Jersey, they were like, that's too many kids. Your name is Mother now. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and so uh, she was not uh, a wealthy uh, woman. Her husband was a drunkard who didn't really do a whole lot to keep everybody fed. So uh, when she found out that she was pregnant again with her 13th child, she, uh, she said, let this one be a devil. <gasps> so, uh, yeah. So a few months later, she is giving birth and there is a midwife present and it is on a stormy night. Hence the, the previous Ooh. little hint there. Uh, yeah. Yeah and uh she's forgotten all about this most likely so anyway her uh, her baby is born and surprisingly it's actually a totally healthy normal baby no no weird things no tail nothing but uh moments upon being born it began to uh transmogrify into something else the uh, the face stretched out uh, almost in a horse-like shape uh the the fingernails grew out into talons the back a pair of uh, leathery wings unfurled. Uh, feathers and hair in strange patches, almost like a chimera, started uh, patching up. Uh, its first act upon transforming was to rip the midwife to pieces. And uh, yeah, <laughs> not a great uh,
0: Can you imagine entry into the world. giving birth and then that happening right before your very eyes?
2: Right, yeah, really freaky stuff. So it turns into a monster. And uh, they didn't know what to do about uh, their little new monster. They did what people did with most uh, deranged or disfigured children. You know, whenever they couldn't function in society during that time, they they kept him locked in the cellar. Hmm. Yeah, he, so he was basically uh, what was that Simpsons episode? Hugo. He was basically Hugo. Uh, you, got, you know what I'm talking I about, vi- right?
0: I, well, I don't vividly, but I feel like I do remember Bart's Bart's oh, evil twin. Yeah, that yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 here you go. Oh, man, how did I remember that? Um, so, yeah, they, they kept him locked up. But eventually he, uh, you know, got too big and broke free. And then people started seeing him. And, and in some stories, children started going missing from the town. So they start seeing this large flying monster with a horse head and bat-like wings and talons. And it uh, it did not uh, elicit a feeling of safety in New Jersey at the time. Uh, And I should, I should also add that this is not exactly a, a happy association just geographically because the pines, which is, you know, the pine barrens up in New Jersey, it's a massive 1700 square mile swamp where all the trees are like dwarfed because there's not enough nutrients. They're stunted, which is why some people call it the pygmy forest. And, You've got uh, uh, the tannins from some of these trees leaching into the the water of the swamp, so you have like red trickles down the water, almost blood like. Mm-hmm. And so, even before the Jersey Devil stories, people were scared of the Pine Barrens of New Jersey. They were not the kind of place where you just wanted to get lost or travel yeah. through. Wow! So, explanations. Uh, let's start with the most obvious. The devil. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's, I suppose that's possible. And there are other variations of the story, like, you know, she wasn't married to a drunk, but rather she was a traitor because she uh, she was impregnated by a, uh, a British soldier. Of course, this was do- right during the uh, revolutionary period, so people wouldn't have been too fond of that things like that or that she was a pagan or a yeah a pagan like a witch or that she was a quaker which i don't know why what they have against quakers i like quakers they have great oats but uh (laughs) like all sorts of all sorts of weird variations it's it's really reached a point where you could definitely call it uh an urban legend but i want to cover a possibility that just blows my mind you guys because there's Here's a name you don't associate directly with the Jersey Devil, or at least I don't think so. Actually, you know what? I'm going to ask you guys. What, who do you think would be a famous person who might have a connection to the Jersey Devil? Tom Cruise. <laughs> Good guess. <laughs> I can believe that. Tom
0: Cruise. Um, is it a, a modern-day famous person or like?
2: Uh, no, this was during, yeah, uh, Alex, you jumped the gun a little bit. It, this, was, uh, a, this was an 18th century stories so, though you know 1700s
0: a benjamin franklin
2: holy crap CC, I you were right. did i get
0: it did i get it yeah <laughs> that was that was a true guess
2: that I'm is wow okay uh well as, as you guys probably remember from history class um benjamin franklin had a very famous almanac called poor richard's almanac yes and that was where how he made all his money what a lot of people don't know is that he had a rival publisher named Daniel Leeds. and uh, Daniel
0: Leeds? <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. You know, as in Mother Leeds. And yeah. sure enough, like, people did call his wife Mother Leeds because she had a bunch of kids. She wouldn't have 12 or 13. She had, like, nine. And even then, people were like, wow. So, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. So, wow. uh, yeah, so he's got this rivalry with Daniel Leeds, and then he dies, uh, Daniel does, and uh, his son, coolest name I've ever flippin' heard, you guys. Titan Leeds. what a cool name, right?
0: Titan in- Leads, that sounds yeah. like a football player, <laughs> right?
2: What a flipping quarterback! Cool name. Yeah, he inherits the almanac, and this is when it gets really, really hardcore. Because Franklin and uh, Daniel, they had a bit of a, a mishmash, but it was more, it was kind of friendly. It was kind of Coke and Pepsi at the time. This was not Coke and Pepsi. This was more like Wendy's and Burger King. <laughs> um, here's what happens. Franklin, who, you know, I love Benjamin Franklin anyway, but he's he's like the first troll to begin with. He is. He's he, like if if yeah. the internet existed, he would just be my favorite person on Twitter, probably. And so <laughs> he starts uh, you know, drumming up business a little bit by uh, trolling Titan. He uh he starts using astrology to predict <laughs> that Titan was going to die in October. <laughs> and yeah, now this was just meant to be like a little joke. Ha you know, but Titan was not a very good sport. So when he, <laughs> yeah, when he reads this, he goes nuts and he starts calling Franklin a fool and a liar. And and I don't mean like just in, you know, talking to him, like in a published reaction so So he took it real seriously yeah exactly and franklin being the troll that he is i mean what do trolls like the most when somebody gets butthurt (laughs) so he thinks this is wonderful so he insists in all of his all of his subsequent productions that yeah titan did in fact die in october and all the things that titan was writing was as a ghost (laughs) So he kept calling him a ghost, even after Titan actually died. He continued to refer to him as a ghost. Oh so like my gosh! Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now here's here's how this has a connection. Um, Titan, his almanac had the family crest on it, the Leeds family crest. Well, the family crest is a wyvern, which I know you know what that is, Alex. Even if the name's not ringing a bell, it's, oh no, I don't you know. know yeah, exactly. Well, I just wasn't 100% sure if it was ringing a bell. I knew you knew what it was. I don't know what it is. It is. It's, it's a, one of those nerd things. It's it's something that a nerd would know.
0: It's, well, tell me what it is.
2: It's a bat-winged <laughs> dragon. So, like, think of a dragon and think of the ones where they don't, oh, kind of like Game of Thrones now. I'm thinking about it. They don't have the arms. Instead, their arms are wings.
0: Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, I know what that and, is. Yeah.
2: And, you know, a lot of those old wyverns, they kind of have a horsey like quality in the face. And like, you know, they got bat like wings. They stand on two feet because, again, they're they're not able to uh, use the other arms because they're wings. So it's got kind of a Jersey Devil appearance to it. Now, couple that with the fact that uh, Benjamin Franklin is just slandering this guy (laughs) left and right. So his his mother, Titan's mother, was known as Mother Leeds. Uh, his family crest kind of sort of looks like a Jersey devil. And now there's all these like dark associations between Titan as like this ghost who, who <laughs> publishes literature. It's easy to see how that could sort of like spiral outward and, and turn into, you know, like playing a game of telephone into a Jersey devil kind of situation
0: is here. I have a question for you about the Jersey devil. And you might be mentioning this soon. If you are just ignore me, but is the Jersey devil, are there still sightings of the Jersey devil today?
2: Excellent question. Excellent question. And the answer to that, of course, is yes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There have still been sightings. I think the last one, of course, you know, that's talking about published sightings was in the seventies and it wasn't in New Jersey. Interestingly enough, like it was in Texas. So, Texas. yeah. So as far as Texas, people have seen this thing. Now, most of the sightings were in the uh, 1700s and were in New Jersey exclusively. But I, I think a lot of it is because the Jersey Devil has been a very popular pop culture icon. Like there's an X-Files episode about him, sort of, called the Jersey Devil. So, you know, I mean, it's, they didn't even they didn't <laughs> so even try with that well, Yeah.
0: One. It was about the okay
2: yeah, there's a uh, a Jersey Devil video game, there's uh, ball teams named after him there he's even in that weird wolf Among us game, which I have been wanting to play for a long time. you guys oh, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. It looks so I fun. Do. He's in like cartoons, I mean just very like I said, a very popular in fact, I think they even made a pop of him, you know the those toys. I can't remember that for sure. I know there's toys of him. I just can't remember who the manufacturer was. So, yeah, definitely, definitely an exaggerated urban legend, yeah, that has has really become something of its own. In fact, you could argue, since it's been seen this long, you could certainly argue that uh, he's a Tulpa. (laughs) That could be an explanation. But yeah. to me personally, like when I look at the actual descriptions, you know, and of course, things from the 1700s aren't going to be the same kind of scary as like, I mean, think about Edgar Allan Poe's the raven. It's it's not really going to give anybody nightmares. I think it's kind of hilarious looking. Like I, it looks like a goat with wings. Like that's how, it, oh, yeah. that's how it, re, what it resembles to me. I think that's adorable in some weird way. Like it, to me, I would love to have a flying <laughs> goat. Uh, yeah. Regardless of whether it screams or not. In fact, you know, you've seen the goat scream videos on YouTube. I'm more inclined to think some some numbskull, somebody was hammered on moonshine in New Jersey uh, in the 1700s. Probably Snooky's great, 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 great grandpa or something. And they saw a goat. (laughs) You know, it it spiraled from there. Hmm.
0: I wonder if the Jersey Devil and Chippy are best friends or if (laughs) Chippy just wants to like
2: (laughs) eat eat him. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, that, that's Anyways. an interesting thing. Yeah. They're mortal enemies, goat monster and, and goat sucker. Um, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: but yeah, like, uh, but the weirdest thing that happened was uh, in 1909 because in a very short window of time, January 16th to January 23rd, 1909, which again is a couple centuries, well, century and a half or so after the initial conception of the Jersey devil, uh, people, all over New England were just like I saw the Jersey Devil, like lots of sightings. And when I say lots, like just guess how many?
0: Uh, I'm gonna say 813.
2: I'm gonna what? say like maybe like 30, 30. Okay, well <laughs> it's it's in between. Uh, it's hundreds, but not not 813. Oh. So yeah, like a lot. <laughs> yeah, all over the place: Delaware, Maryland, um, Pennsylvania. Just all over Kentucky. Them. Actually, no sightings that I know of in Kentucky. Oddly enough, yeah, just New okay. Jersey. What about Georgia? No. Uh, when I say New England, okay, I mean New England. Yeah. We're okay, you guys are you guys okay. are good.
0: <laughs> I miss I that part. I think, I think part. the
2: furthest south was like Maryland. I think that was as far south as it okay. went. But yeah, to a point where I'm not kidding, and I think it was just a drum up business. But maybe I'm just being cynical. The uh, Philadelphia Zoo tired of uh, all these, uh, you know mobs that were forming and looking for the jersey devil they issued a ten thousand dollar reward <laughs> and wow. this is the sad thing this i think this is sad and funny at the same time some people actually uh they caught him and they sent him to the zoo they were like we got him where's our reward and the zoo of course being a zoo was like uh you just put wings on a kangaroo you can't do that the big question <laughs> for me is where did they get a kangaroo in the first place yeah to do that so uh. yeah but yeah, 1909 was definitely the year of the Jersey Devil. Call it mass hysteria, but lots of sightings. Yeah, I mean they even closed schools. Yeah. because of it. Yeah. In 19 I love how I love how while we're talking about it, uh, Alex is looking it up. <laughs> Yeah. I By there. the way, in case I you was didn't up know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. This
0: is what he does, James. If you were sitting here in this room with us, you would be like
1: I don't normally I'm not usually looking up things on my phone, but I'm looking up pictures of all these things.
0: Yeah, yeah we did look up some pictures. He there's some uh what is it? I uh, like a I
1: was looking up to see if Jersey Devil had been sighted in Kentucky. Uh. So okay, well. get off my job. Uh, listen. goodness. I
0: don't want to pray that. Hey, okay. James is. Uh, did you have any else? You anything mm. else you wanted to add to the Jersey Devil conversation? That's
2: really about it. I mean, my favorite thing about it, like I said, is the this. Just Benjamin Franklin is. He's like he's like the Bill Murray of the seventeen hundreds.
0: <laughs> That's a perfect a perp, mate, What if Bill Murray is just. Benjamin Franklin reincarnated. Ooh,
2: there's a neat thought about
0: Okay, Alex. Well,
2: thank you for sharing, James.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't do it because <laughs> I knew you were going to judge me. Uh, tell us about Black Shuck. Black
1: Shuck. I never heard of Black Shuck before. Neither had mm-hmm. I. Okay. James, do you know much about Black Shuck? What do you think? <laughs> I would imagine you've studied him thoroughly. Maybe you've even met him yep, personally. Right on
2: both <laughs> counts. No, this killer.
1: So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so I had no idea it existed, and the weird thing is, like, so this is a cryptid episode, but Black Shuck kind of falls somewhere in between. Yeah, I can see that because he's kind of a cryptid, and he's kind of more of a paranormal, or I guess all no, like a ghost. Middle. I see what you mean. But it's more of a he's more of a ghost, I guess, or a
0: okay,
1: you know, some sort of figure like that. But typically, he's something closer to like a demonic harbinger of death yeah he's typically considered an omen yeah and that omen is that if you see him the omen is you die in a year you die within the year
0: you guys (laughs) you guys why are we talking about this when it's thunderstorming outside at almost midnight Uh,
1: well the lightning is appropriate for some of my stories so but apparently the very first recorded sighting of black shuck which it probably goes back before even this, was all the way back to the 856. six, mm.
0: eight fifty like 856.
1: 856. Six. This French person, <laughs> most of these cases. This of, French, this French, French person. I'm blanking on their name. They they saw them, and I'll kind of go into that in a little bit, but Black Shuck didn't really become a huge thing until the 1500s. There were incidents in between these years, but the 1500s is when Black Shuck really kicked Mm. off Mm. because it's it's crazy. And it, it really pertains to the storm that we're having here at least. So in the, in the 1500s, there's this well-documented event that happens at two different locations on the same night. Okay. Involving several deaths. So there's like this loud clap of thunder and this huge hound breaks through the doors of this church uh and this is the the doors of the Bithburg church is what they're calling it uh, it's in it's in it's in England <laughs> oh but in the Bithbur church and it goes and it attacks a man and a child and kills both of them Aww. and the it, during all this the steeple crashes down and on its way out of the church it proceeds to leave burn marks mm. on several people while it Attacks them, so but it doesn't just, kill them. Just
0: fiery paws but
1: leaves burns on them. After that, it goes straight to another church, uh the Bungade church. and this is the same night, and there are some people that are outside of the church. Uh, two of them are actually praying at the time, and this black shuck speeds real, like very, very quickly. Everyone says that he was big, like this big wolf. That's kind of how they describe him a big dog. And he runs directly between these two people that are praying. And both of their ne- heads spin backwards. Oh, and he nice. kills both oh, of them. Oh,
0: my gosh. He no. doesn't attack I- either
1: one of them. He just runs directly he, between both of them. He's running so
0: fast that that happened And
1: spun their heads backwards.
0: No, no. And
1: killed both of them. He also proceeded to attack more people.
0: And while they're praying.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. The two people in the church
2: that he killed were also praying.
1: <gasps>
0: Okay. You okay? Are you uh, okay, Steve? I'm just uh, You know it's funny, on, I thought the on. Jersey
2: Devil would scare you the most, but Black Shark Man is doing a the number Jersey on Devil, you. The Jersey
0: Devil to me, <laughs> no, to me the Jersey Devil seems like just a you know, a story. Uh, but the this one, like I was, I mean, it's probably just a story too, but it's I don't nah, so like thought of it. Hands
2: down he is real.
1: <laughs> but the guy even <laughs> said that these people this is I'm get, I'm just get, I'm just like kind of hammering the point hole with Cece right now since so she's so scared. The that, mm-hmm. that people stayed in place after he went by them and killed them. Like they stayed mm-hmm. kneeling. That's how they were doing.
0: Go on. Please. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let's get so, this. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness.
1: So the really interesting thing about this story is you can still go to the church where he blew through the door, and there's still scorch marks all along the door where he entered. Nuts. Nice. And you can go see them today.
0: I don't ever want to go there. Uh, now,
1: some people have chalked this up to there were a recorded, like, insane lightning storm that night.
0: So, it could have just been lightning.
2: So, people think maybe
0: yeah, it could I mean, have been that lightning.
2: Normally, that kills people by spinning their heads around in the front right. of a big black dogs. Yeah. Right.
1: Right. So, but uh, the, the, the weird thing about this is a lot of people saw it. Mm. A lot of people saw it. But the strange thing about this dog... Uh, I guess we'll go into a little bit about the dog because there's a lot of sightings of it, but very few of them really, I mean, they really don't line up with each other very well. Hmm. So the dogs, like they come in all these varieties, different sizes, shapes. Sometimes they're the size of a great Dane. Sometimes they can show up at the size of a horse. They usually, or I guess always have red glowing eyes, like kind of like almost like red like fires burning behind them. Nice. And some of the report reports from this 1500s attack a lot of the people were saying that smoke was coming from the dog. Almost Sounds like fire to me like was coming it's a off demon. of them. Yeah, it's more of a demon. And so like fire is almost coming out of them. But some interesting reports, and there's been numerous signs of this one, is that it has one Cyclops
2: eye in the middle of it.
0: Just a single eye? Like a single giant
2: eye. Uh, see, that's the eye. version I heard. But it's red. Up. But it's like blood red. Uh, see, in Appalachia, they have that story. Uh, you know, I can't remember. what They don't call him Black Shuck uh, when I was little. But in in Kentucky, people would see him, and he had, he was a Cyclops dog in our version. Yeah. He does show up as a Cyclops dog some places.
1: But... One of the big things is, if, it, if you hear it howl, which it has a blood-curdling scream that, like, stops you in your tracks. If you hear it howl twice, it means you're going to die very soon. And one, of the, it's got some unsettling other traits that have also cropped up in some of these stories. One is that it has a human laugh.
2: Ooh. I oh. heard that.
1: It's yeah. Freaky. Isn't that creepy? No. Uh, sometimes it's a dog with a disfigured human face. That's and up. sometimes it's a dog with everything, but you can't see its face. It's kind of black, blacked out. Locked like out. you just can't see it.
0: My heart's mm, beating like so a fast person. right now, you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. it sounds like to me.
1: Now, that story in, 850, in 856, guess what happened in that story?
0: And that's the, that is that the story where? That's the where first I'd...
1: one. That's the first story that I told you all there was a sighting in 856. Guess what happened in that that happened in 1500s?
0: Um... The uh,
1: the dog burst right through the front doors of a church
0: in both of in all the cases
1: no just in an 856 huh.
0: yeah.
1: and, and it was to a clap of lightning as well okay. and then but it didn't kill anybody. It just stood there and turned around and left. Huh. yeah but a lot of these stories, which is really interesting is they see it they see it how and then it runs at them. But the odd thing about it, when it charges at you, is that it doesn't make a sound,
0: except for your screaming. Except except for you're probably screaming
1: your butt off. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But they do leave physical marks, and usually it's burn marks wherever they've been. But they don't really, they don't typically physically interact with people. Like, yeah, it spun those people's heads backwards.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like a pretty big.
1: But it didn't touch them when it did. It ran between these two people. And they spun. Oh. Uh, so yeah, it usually like, and if it usually if it interacts with somebody, it goes through them kinda like Vision in Captain America Civil War when it goes through Ant Man, he just it, fades yeah. through him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I had to
0: really get a Marvel. Speed.
1: Yeah, he goes at uh, he goes a uh, pretty quick speed. I, I mean a lot of people think he looks like the little bit like the smog monster from Lost. Like I was saying the smog. Like the black trailer. smog
0: monster. Yeah. Except in the shape of a dog.
1: Right, right. Okay. But the most recent report was from 2000 and this guy was driving and this large black dog runs in front of his car, but, you know, expecting to kill this thing and also be maybe injured because they're saying this dog is huge. They drive over it and, oh, it just goes right through the car. Cool. Well, they get out of the car and they look and they go to check on the dog. And it looks at them, and it has no facial features and floppy ears. So kind of cute, kind of terrifying, I would imagine. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: And turns out that when the women got to their destination, the very first person they talked to killed themselves just a couple days later. Ooh. So some people are chalking it up as...
0: Do you want to know what's crazy? Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad has a story where he had a car. I can't remember where he was. He was with one of his one of his film friends, and they were driving out in the country somewhere. And there was a dog, but I think it was white, if I remember correctly. He said it was a white dog, but it just started charging their car until they kind of had to swerve around it. And when they hmm. turned around and looked, it was not there anymore.
2: Oof. Uh,
1: but I yeah, don't know. If, I don't know. Well, th- there are stories of it being able to shape shift, even if it look human like, but the. I counted count those as not quite Black Shuck stories. Yeah. Okay. But uh, a lot of the stories do involve, like, they the person thinks it's an open of death for them, but it turns out it's somebody very close to them. Mm. And so a lot of the story is like, oh, turns out they got home and their brother had mm-hmm. died earlier that day, or somebody died, like, the next day or something yeah. like that. Uh... But interesting enough, Black Shuck isn't always malicious. Really? Some women have encountered the dog. And it's escorted them through dark roads.
2: So he's a good boy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> There's even a story of two murderers escaping and running into the woods, only to be chased back into the city by two of these black shucks. Cool. And get arrested. Oh.
2: Wow, that was perfect oh, timing. All
0: right. That amazing. was right. amazing. Right. I'm. I am cowering right now underneath <laughs> my blanket. I'm ready to go to oh bed. Man,
2: that was amazing. Oh, was- <laughs> <laughs> Alex,
0: <Yeah. laughs> and our daughter slept through the entire thing. Amazing. Golly, Alex, that feel my terrifying. heart right now. Feel my heart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, was, oh, no. that wasn't cool. What was that beep noise? There was a beep. Yeah,
1: it goes, Oh, you know what it was.
0: Oh, was it the chick?
1: It was the chick. There's, uh, we have this chick that sits on our table that Gwen plays uh-huh. with, and if you hold the bottom of it, it does this cheap. It yeah, goes this cheap sound, and it did oh, it when it. that white. Grab happened. it. Where is
0: it? We can. All yeah. right, I'm shaking right but, now. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm freaked out.
1: But it's even. See, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's even. That was perfect. We could. What you know? What sound?
2: Right, I thought honestly on? thought you had done something for a second, Alex. Until you guys panicked. Was <laughs> no, like, that wow. was real. Oh, I man. mean it that like this sounded outside there. like I might
1: have to go check on a tree and see if it's still standing. Wow, oh okay, but they've even been spotted guarding roads, gates, and doorways, and sometimes even spotted
2: guarding mm. churches rather that's than attacking. if it's if
0: it's taking care of things that's well, you know, different it's
2: interesting, um, Alex, you know, I think we're kind of gonna have a conversation similar to the dragon thing uh that we had in uh, the Lizard People episode because. I, it's universal. Like, you know, just how dragons are universal. Every culture associates dogs with death. Every culture. It is mind blowing. Like, uh, you got, you got Cerberus, you got Anubis, you in Norway, you got Garmer, uh, the Welsh got Sin uh, the Bargest, which is just another variation of Black Shuck and also the Grim, which people associate with, uh, Harry Potter, but that's also from British mythology. Um, the Pero Sabatos in Mexico. I mean, it, literally every flipping culture associates dogs wow. with the underworld, with guiding with people
0: to death. To the underworld. Yeah. James, I'm just amazed by your knowledge of all of the various <laughs> dogs well, from thank different you. But cultures. I mean, it's something
2: that interests me because anything universal interests me because it's like, why? And I still don't. I mean, yeah. you know, it, it's weird that it, there's that association. Like, every flipping culture and I don't know why. Now do you all want to know something very interesting about all this?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: no. So they sound like stories, right? Well, <sighs> interesting enough in 2014, an archaeology group in Suffolk that hmm. went dug 20 feet down and found an enormous dog. Oh, what? And this dog standing up was 7 feet
2: tall. Dude. That's not what? real.
0: No uh, nope, way.
1: Nope. There's there's pictures of the, of it, and it's legit. It's legit. That is insane. And they dated it. They dated it. They think it weighed about 200 pounds. They dated it. 1500s. Oh man, that is wild. Yeah, just like 1577. When and
0: where was this? Weithberg
1: and Bungay? This they this was the under the ruins of Leiston Abbey.
2: Oh wow, Leiston Abbey. I actually kind of wanted to see that. So it's supposed to be real pretty.
1: Yep, and they had, they found that it was in the 1500s. Oh,
2: they they found a werewolf. They 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 dug up a werewolf. <laughs> that is nuts.
1: And
0: but I feel also, like I feel like with werewolf after.
2: Oh uh, yeah, the werewolf you
0: die. You this, turn into it, a human. Sh-
1: yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah.
1: You know something else interesting? Yeah. Uh, the in Abbey was in operation in the in the 1100s. You know what's interesting about that happened in the 1100s? What? The second earliest spotting Dang. of these black dogs, but this time they were accompanied by huntsmen that were wearing all black, accompanied by these like huge, hideous black horses. Oh my God!
2: It's a wild hunt.
1: They're on black he goats, as they described it, and their hounds, while they didn't have red eyes, had jet black oh. eyes, and they said that they were like enormous, these enormous eyes, and. These were sightings that were Ooh. abundant. We got to do an episode about
2: the wild hunt.
0: What's the? W- <laughs> give me a give me just a a quick definition okay. of that. Cause I don't even um, I don't even know what the that wild is. hunt
2: is. Something that you see all over Europe, and it, what happens is there it's the the idea. Well, you, you know the the Johnny Cash song "Ghost Riders in the Sky." It's kind of like that's really like an American version of it. It's you, you know you're in the woods and you see either like uh, Odin or. Uh, King Arthur or somebody leading a bunch of dead like ghostly huntsmen through the woods with you know horses that are also dead and dogs that are probably also dead and they're just they're they're hunting and if they f- catch people sometimes presumably I mean there's a million incarnations like you either have to join them and or uh, or you're, you're killed or whatever you get the idea you you're enlisted now in like this this dead people club. Terrified. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's okay.
0: Here, wait one second, James. That's because Louise is a
2: part
0: Yeah, Louise just broke out of her kennel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I sighs> oh. man. Uh well, thank you for yeah. uh for yeah, we definitely need to do an episode on that in the future. Oh man,
2: that was cool. But uh yeah, I can't believe they the found one. Shot. Yep. yeah
1: yeah yeah look it up there's pictures they took pictures of it when they opened up the thing and everything but it was buried 20 feet down mm. apparently it had like a wound on its back leg and so some of them think that it hmm. was that means that it was buried by like owners or something like that really uh, wow yeah. it's flipping wild. it was buried 20 feet down
0: yeah. i i'm speechless so mine turned out way
2: more interesting than I thought it was gonna be. So compared to your two you two. You know, usually that's how it goes, Alex. Usually you are very reluctant, whatever your category is, and then you get super into it. That's that's a pattern.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's usually you're right. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's
0: usually yeah, it how is. it goes. It is. James says, Alex, you should do this. And Alex goes, I don't want to do that. And then we record. And Alex is like, this is the coolest thing in the world. (laughs) Well, I think that that, this has been a pretty fun episode. Except I never want to record another episode like this when it's storming.
1: Oh, it's Uh, perfect. Hey, Cece, but you
2: get to watch Big Brother now. I do get to watch Big Brother
0: now. (laughs) And I'm going to eat one of these. We got some of the Marshmallow Moon uh, Oreos, James. Have you seen them? I have
2: not even heard of that, no.
0: They're they're uh, special Oreos that have been released to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the moon landing.
1: Uh-oh. Oh, which we did. Which, dear listeners, if you don't know, we've done an episode about.
0: <laughs> yes, we have. Do you guys have anything else you want to add to this cryptid uh, conversation?
1: No, uh-huh. I just, you know, I have this black dog laying beside <laughs> me right <laughs> now. I was
2: joking about there. She <laughs> yeah, she's a bar guest.
0: Well, cool, guys. I guess I guess we should tell people where they can they can follow us on social medias. You guys, if you enjoy this podcast and you want to hear more, I hope you will rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on whatever listening service that you yeah. ascribe to.
1: We've got episodes every week, except for that one week we missed because of right. technical difficulties.
0: Technical difficulties but, slash yeah. independence. We do Day. plan
1: on coming coming at you every week
0: yes every week and uh, you can follow us on social media we've got an instagram page at 13th floor Podcasts. our twitter is at 13th floor pod and if you have any stories if you've seen the black shuck or someone you know has seen the black shuck or if you shook hands with the chupacabra send us uh send (laughs) us your personal stories and you might hear them on a future episode those can be sent to 13th floor at gmail.com also, if you have a topic you want us to talk about, like the 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 Wild Hunt, is that what it is, James?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, the Wild Hunt. If you want to hear us talk about something like that or anything, really, send your topic ideas to us, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Social oh, media.
1: We got our music, too.
0: Our music is signaled by Grant Cook. You can find him on Amazon Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, anywhere you can find <laughs> music. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, uh... Oh, we got to draw for oh, this yes, episode. Oh, yes, we do.
0: We've got to, we've oh, got to figure out forgot. what we're talking about next week.
1: Ooh, there's stamps in here?
0: Oh, yeah, those are my stamps. <clears throat> I've been looking for those. All
1: right. All right.
0: Next week, we are talking about... Ooh, magical thinking, crystals, etc.
2: Oh, man. Magical uh, thinking. going to be more of an academic one for sure.
0: Yeah, we're going to have to really buckle down and do some serious research, Alex. Oof. I actually have a uh, glass container that my aunt gave me that has little crystals in it, and it makes my water taste good, but it's supposed to help help with my balance in life. Yeah. We'll talk about things like that.
1: Maybe I need to drink some of that. <laughs>
0: yes. Um, <laughs> until the next time, you guys, I guess it's time for us to, to, to sign off.
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: So, everybody, keep it strange. Keep it strange. strange. <laughs> My goat, my goat's blood is all gone. Mm-hmm.